This is the Neil Evans Says Podcast. This week, Neil Evans Says... I think In Secret just settles back with cover and she's got a really, really nice turn of foot. Best of Bordeaux coming back on Sweet Ride. In Secret's lengthening the outside. In Secret right over the top. Power's clear and a great win in the run to the Rose. If you're going to buy a horse, just use Mr Brightside as a prototype. Just sits right up on speed, just rolls along. It's made of brick and it just goes bang and just quickens and rolls forward. It's for better love, three quarters to aim Thunderstruck. Working into the clear, Mr Brightside from Ice Bar. For better love under siege, Mr Brightside charged up. Welcome, Neil Evans. Sumsy, how you doing, mate? Well, I'm doing fantastic, and Good. we've had some feedback on the show already. We have. Oh. After one episode, uh, <laughs> and this one is from Mike at Ultimo in Sydney. Yep. Uh, Neil's always banging on about his first grade cricket career. <laughs> Ask him how many scored on his debut for Canberra. Yeah, oh, yes, yes. The big fat globe. Zero. <laughs> about fourth ball. Yeah, I think that might have been a stitch-up. Good one, Mike. Thank you for <laughs> yeah, that. I know. Well, it's in the history books. Okay. Well, we're off to Rose Hill on Saturday, and yep. the big one is Race 8, the $1 million Group 1 Golden Rose Stakes at set weights over 1,400 metres. This is really the grand final of the spring for the three-year-olds. In the Congo, won it last year. Kingston Town in 79, when it was uh, the Peter yep. Pan Stakes over 1,500. And the only filly to ever win it was Forensics in 2008. Neil, 14 years later, yep. will it be a filly this year? Look, I think it will be a filly, Sumsy. Always look forward to the Golden Rose. It's high-class stuff. The three-year-old headline racing right through spring is the big-ticket item in Sydney. It really is, um, you know, from the from the rosebud through to the run to the rose, into the Golden Rose. Of course, the best ones then head off and look to the mile of the Caulfield Guineas. And the real good ones, like Animo last year, who went on to run a place in the Cox Plate, push on to wait for age with that very light weight. I wouldn't say it's the biggest renewal I've seen in the last, say, five to ten years, but it's still high class. So how do you see this one mapping out? The bulletproof build-up for me is number 16, In Secret, for Godolphin. I love that second up win when it came from midfield. I think the run to the Rose... Group 2 level, fortnight ago, is the superior form line. That's the one I want to see. That might be state in the bleeding obvious, but it's not always that way. In secret, a really, really tough uh, filly. She's right down there on the girl's weight of 54 and a half. And from an inside draw, this is significant for all punters. She's drawn three. We recall uh, last time that Randwick... A hot leader's track, they couldn't make up ground. Rose Hill is generally more reliable. We're looking at a soft 6-7, probably around that mark. I think In Secret just settles back with cover, and she's got a really, really nice turn of foot. I think she's the toughest filly. I think she can win the race. Okay, what about She's Extreme? Love She's Extreme. Big forgive that first up run. She, she's a real untapped filly that's uh, the best is still to come. She got back first up on that same track where you just couldn't win from off the speed. She threaded through. She got to the outside at about 150 and may as well have fallen down a well and never seen again. The footing was no good. She is really classy. She's got a really good burst of acceleration. The big tick for her is 1,400 metres in a big field, much more pressure on up front. We'll give those well off the speed a bigger chance of getting home. She's Extreme is one of those. Uh, she'll get cover. And look, $10 around that sort of mark, you must have something on each way. She's Extreme. She, uh, she might go to Melbourne. She's got a lot of ability and she can be storming home. What about Golden Mile? 
Look, Golden Mile's the uh, the stablemate, of course, the Godolphin stablemate to In Secret. Comes through that Group 3 Ming Dynasty winner, blew him away, sat off the speed. It's a very, very exciting horse, and no questions a Group 1 ability, but I just think that it's not as tough and hard as the stablemate is at this stage of his career. Of course, he goes up to 56.5 for the Colts weight. Big future for Golden Mile. Not here, though. Can run into a place, but I've got it uh, maybe a length or two behind the stablemate. There we go. That's uh, the Group 1 Golden Rose State at Rose Hill on Saturday, race eight, and Neil's tips are number 16 in secret, number 15, she's extreme, and number seven, Golden Mile. Well, race nine is the final lead-up to the Group 1 Epsom at Ramwick next weekend. It's the Group 2 Shannon Stakes over 1,500. Now, here's a history lesson for you, Neil. Yes. First run in 1978 and named after the Hall of Fame horse Shannon, mm-hmm. who raced in the 1940s. Shannon won just about everything mm-hmm. in the 1940s, including the Epsom, the AJC Size, the Tramway, the Theo Marks, the George Main Stakes and was eventually sold to U.S. interests in 1948, went on to win the Hollywood Gold Cup in California, <laughs> and it gets better, gets yes, better. You yes. can see why, uh, yes. you know, he's a Hall of Famer. Went to stud in Kentucky and side the winners uh, of several uh, champions. They won over $4 million collectively. Unbelievable. Back in the old day, around that wartime, when, when they got rolling, they became national heroes, those horses. They put so many races together and could capture the world very quickly. Shannon was one of them. Yes, and that's why it's called the Shannon Stakes. Yep. $250,000 race. How do you see this one? Look, this is a fairly open race. You'll see a fairly wide market here. The horse I'm very excited about uh, in this race is Old Flame. Five-year-old stallion, an import. I've got a few mates in this horse who are very excited about its future. Old Flame was a beautiful winner first up. It was 1,400 metres in a benchmark 100 race. We go up to Group 2. To be honest, uh, Sumsey, I don't think this is a classic Group 2, Shannon. I think it's a solid race without being spectacular. And as long as the track, look, I'm looking 6-7 type rating. As long as we don't get back into heavy range, I think this is Old Flame's race to lose. Uh, it was scratched from, importantly scratched from Newcastle. It was due to go to the Cameron last Friday at Newcastle. Heavy track. Peter Snowden pulled it out. Horses trained on beautifully from what I hear, and I just think this is a lovely trip over the 1,500 metres. I think the value here is absolutely terrific to be on Old Flame second up. And, of course, the other one I, I, I really like, uh, certainly the value, is first up. This one's coming off a break, Surf Dancer, for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. I like the fact that she's trialled this horse up to 1,050 metres twice, so don't worry about it running out the 1,500 metres on the fresh side. I think this is a nice race, in well at the weights, and with those two good trials, I think Surf Dancer is certainly one with the each-way value to put in. And I see Ellsberg is back. Ellsberg is back, yes, got an inside draw. That concerns me a little bit, the inside draw with Ellsberg. I thought the early markets around that 320 sort of mark was under the odds. I think it'll get out. I think uh, certainly uh, Old Flame and a couple of others will be back. So I do rate Ellsberg a chance. Uh, second up, concerned about the inside draw, but if you're playing those tries and first four, must be included. So that's race nine at Rose Hill, and Neil's tips are number 11, Old Flame, number 10, Surf Dancer, and number two, Ellsberg. That's it, mate. You got any old flames? You've got plenty, haven't you? <laughs> They're somewhere in the closet. <laughs> Don't open the door, whatever you do. No, I won't. Now, to Melbourne, and I tell you what, they've got their good life there. The super <laughs> long weekend in Melbourne, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, like Easter. Yes. And the racing has been bumped to Sunday, so everyone can go and see the Sydney Swans and Geelong fight for the AFL flag on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Go the Bloods, go, buddy! 
Hey, five goals from Buddy. That's what we need. Against the Cats, five from Buddy. Oh. You should get a big price about that. That's what fairy tales are made of, and Buddy's the man that can make them happen. Now, if you are in Melbourne, you are in for a big one at Sandown on Sunday. The $1 million Group 1 Wait for Age Underwood Stakes, 1,800 metres. And after pulling out of the George Main Stakes in Sydney last week, we see the return of Zaki. Yes, the big Z, as we like to call Zaki. And, uh, yeah, fabulous weekend, the AFL, the, the big meeting Sandown. Mornington is the feature on Saturday. They listed there. But this one Sunday, quite remarkably, it's exactly, exactly one year uh, since Zaki won this race at Sandown in a field of five, beat Probabile. So Annabelle Nation pulled it out late in Sydney. Everyone scratched their head, but she's made it clear they're going to Melbourne. This is probably the penultimate run for Zaki before probably races again in a fortnight on his way to the Cox Plate. This is a fascinating race. Zaki will go off favourite probably, but it's going to have some company up front. It's a real cat and mouse. It's not a big feel, but high class. The horse I'm really warming to, Sumsy, is number four, Mr. Brightside. Mm. The Doncaster winner. It's had two runs back, one and both, just dominant. Sits up on one of those. If you're going to buy a horse, just use Mr. Brightside as a prototype. Just sits right up on speed, just rolls along. It's made of brick and it just goes bang and just quickens and rolls forward. It's going to be right there with Zaki. It's one of the two group twos, the, uh, the Lawrence and the Fian, one them easily. Tell you what, if this gets into a real sort of, you know, stop and stare at each other at the 600, Mr. Brightside will take a power of beating. I think it's the best value in the race. I'm going to put it on top, number four for the Hayes camp. Zaki in for second, three weeks since it won the Group 2 tramway, switching to Melbourne. And, of course, you've got to include I'm Thunderstruck, that terrific first-up run, and then a chase down Alligator Blood in the Maccabi Diva over the mile. Terrific win. It'll be the one finishing on. So uh, that's how I see him in what is a fascinating Underwood Sumsy, Mr Brightside on top. The big Zaki, and watch out for I'm Thunderstruck late. There we go, 4-1 and 2 in race 7 at Sandown. This is the Neil Evans Says podcast. You can follow Neil on Twitter and get his quaddies for Rose Hill and Sandown. His Twitter handle is at Neil Evans Mail, at Neil Evans mail we release the podcast every friday morning by 8am look out for us on spotify iHeartRadio, or wherever you enjoy your podcast don't forget to share us fabulous weekend of course and i tell you what Sumsy, just to throw in a little bit of footy at the end it's the cowboys and penrith that play in the nrl big one and it's the cats title in the afl great job neil i think you deserve <laughs> a drink again after all that hard work and well, th- there we go. It's well, is is that French champagne, Sumsy? No, I'm afraid not, Neil. It's just a seven ninety nine bottle of Minchinbury. There's been a few cutbacks. <laughs> a few cutbacks.